Father Bernard's Valentine. This comes from Hong Kong and is written by Father Tim Mulroy. I won't be buying green bananas again. Father Bernard's greeting as I approached his hospital bed. He had phoned me earlier that day requesting that I come to visit him and after we exchanged a few pleasantries he informed me that the doctor had told him he had just a few more days left on this earth so he now wanted my help to bring his life to a smooth close. I was shocked and saddened. Father Bernard had been not just a colleague but also a dear friend and just a few days previously he had been admitted to hospital with a seemingly minor ailment. However, as the results of various medical tests were analysed, it emerged that he had a critical underlying condition. And as I listened to him describe the diagnosis in a matter-of-fact way, I felt numb with disbelief. Once Father Bernard had completed his medical report, he began to outline the various ways in which he needed my assistance. He wanted to go to confession, receive Holy Communion, and be anointed in preparation for his final journey. He asked me to contact members of his immediate family and inform them about the seriousness of his condition. If possible, he would like them to come to a farewell visit. These and a few other requests concerned matters that many people attend to as they approach the end of their lives. Having reassured Father Bernard that I would promptly attend to his requests, we sat together in silence for a few moments, and then he spoke again. There's one other matter. You will find a package of love letters in the second drawer of the closet in my bedroom. Please shred them. And I responded, sure and we continued sitting together in silence, though I struggled to conceal my surprise and curiosity. Father Bernard must have read my expression because a few moments later he started to talk about his early life before he entered the seminary. Ellen and I grew up in the same town and fell in love as teenagers, but she was out east to college while I moved west. And back in those days, we could only meet each other when we went home for holidays, which was only a few times a year, such as Christmas and summer. There were no computers or cell phones, so we had to rely on snail mail to keep the flame of love alive. We wrote to each other once or twice a month, and whenever I got a letter from Ellen, I felt like I was walking on air for a week afterwards. However, during his final year in college, Bernard found a tug-of-war going on inside himself between his love for Ellen and a mysterious desire to do something extraordinary with his life. He had always valued his faith, but now, to his own surprise, he discovered a yearning to dedicate his life to God. And then, during the months that followed, he began to wonder if God was calling him to become a missionary priest. By the time his graduation came around, he had made up his mind. He would go home and explain to Ellen his decision to end their relationship and would then apply to enter the Columban Seminary. To his surprise and disappointment, that conversation with Ellen seemed to cause her less pain than it did him. And after completing seminary training, Father Bernard spent the next 40 years 
on overseas mission. And while he had no direct contact with Ellen, he did hear occasional updates about her from family members and neighbours. She seemed happily married to Paul, had become a mother and then a grandmother. And then a few years after Father Bernard retired back home from the missions, he received a phone call out of the blue from Paul, who told him that Ellen had died some months ago and asked if he could come to visit him. And after spending some time reminiscing together over coffee about Ellen, Paul said, I thought about blackmailing you, and then, with a cheeky grin, handed Father Bernard a plastic bag. And with a mixture of curiosity and trepidation, Father Bernard opened it to discover several neatly tied packs of his love letters to Ellen from 50 years before. The envelopes were yellowish and the ink had faded, but the handwriting was unmistakably his own. And for several moments he was overcome with a mixture of emotions as memories of Ellen came flooding back. And Paul sat in silence. And later Paul explained to Father Bernard that after Ellen's death, he found the love letters among her personal belongings and that he didn't have the heart to throw away something that was so precious to her. He was glad to discover that he could instead return them to their author, Father Bernard. Father Bernard soon came to realise that he too didn't have the heart to destroy those love letters. So he kept them in his bedroom closet. And some years later, as I sat by his deathbed, I promised him with a tinge of sadness in my heart that I would shred them. However, Father Bernard, having just shared with me his love story, was still in a jovial mood. And I dared therefore to ask him, and what about those love letters from Ellen that had you walking on air as a college student? Where have you stored them? And without pausing, and with a smile that stretched from ear to ear, he replied, within my heart. That article from Father Tim Mulroy in Hong Kong. <laughs> 